welcome to a special mini edition <laughs> of the broadcast. I am Vicky Barcelona. And uh, just to get this out of the way, if you want to contact us, it's the broad cast Facebook or the broadcast 999 on both Twitter and Instagram or call us at 253-778-6029. You can also leave a text message at that. And it's a mini episode because it's going to be nice and quick <laughs> because we have one of our favorite guests. This is her third time on the show. Third lucky time. <laughs> and it, it's a yearly tradition at this point talking about Sword Squatch uh, 2018 is Kimberly. Hi, how have you been? It's, it's been so a whole good year. to be back. I am fantastic. How are you enjoying Seattle so far? I am glad to see the sky is blue. I was worried <laughs> like for a few weeks there. Well, between the, the haze and... Yeah, you know, the coming apocalypse. But right. I yeah. mean, I was just kind of waiting for it. It's, it's fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we want to talk about this awesome event you're going to be doing this mm-hmm. weekend and like for everyone to come out and check it out. So tell us a little bit about Sword Squatch. Um, Sword Squatch, this is fantastic. It is happening at uh, Sanka, which is the School of Acrobatics and New Circus Arts in wonderful Georgetown in the south end of Seattle, which is mm-hmm. where we've uh, had it every year. This is a sword fighting and martial arts extravaganza event. Ooh. And I. Uh, this is also my third year being back to teach and coach there. Awesome. What uh, classes are you going to be doing? So I am going to be doing a class on um, dagger, focusing on um, a Italian master by the name of Fiore de Liberi. And Ooh. in his martial arts treaty, um, which goes everything from unarmed martial arts uh, through dagger, through the sword in one hand, two hand, all the way up to fighting on horseback. Damn. The dagger section is the biggest section, which is in the entire book. It actually <laughs> makes up a larger portion than all the other sections combined. And I'm going to be taking um, snippets of that and trying to put it into a context of um, learning that is applicable to um, making quick, um, quick decisions when under pressure. That is so bad. <laughs> I love what I do. I know. I was gonna say, like, I follow, uh, I'm friends with you on Facebook, uh, and just to see like your whole passion and everything that you do. And if you just type in at the Roseblade on Facebook, you can follow her uh, her fan page, if you will, or her instructor page. Yes. I call them all fan pages. Yeah, <laughs> I call it a fan page because you are a badass, and like I love the main picture of you. You just look like an elf goddess. That is kind of my mo most of the time. <laughs> uh, but uh, is there anything that you think the or that you would recommend people checking out? Because it's something that people can come watch, right? Absolutely. Um, um, spectators are absolutely welcome. Um, the spectator fee is $10, and that's for the tournaments, and that's for everything else. Um, however, if for whatever reason you are able to get at me, I'm allowed to get two spectators in for free, Ooh. and I am happy to do so. Spectators can include families and well-behaved children, and we actually encourage people to come in and see what we do. One of the things that's really neat about this particular event is just how inclusive uh, it is. We have participants from all over North America and Europe coming um, as instructors. We are a trans and LGBTQ-friendly event. Awesome. And actually, one of the people that I am the most excited to have come out is a man named um, Damon Sif. He is with the historical... African Martial Arts Association. We talk about how hard it is as um, historical European fencers to find materials um, for us to learn from, even though, let's face it, in history, white folks are the frickin' victors. Um, (laughs) The amount of work that this man has done finding and recreating historical uh, martial arts, and there are still living traditions that are happening within um, Africa itself, this man has been putting so much together and has created such a wonderful um, body of work. And he um, he's one of the special guests that we're bringing, which I'm really excited about. And it's just once again trying to hit home that like this is for 
everyone. That's... And I want you to come and see what we're doing because, I mean, this is the thing that I'm most passionate about. <laughs> and it's just badass to watch. If you've never been to a Renaissance Fair, if you've never been to anything like this, it's just mm -hmm. to see all the technique and all the passion, the sweat, sometimes blood, I'm assuming, because I haven't seen blood. Yeah. Luckily, I haven't like, gotten splashed in the face with anything. But yeah. it's just you see how much passion. And I even at, inquired once, like, what does it take to do to like get to your level um, when I was at a Renaissance fair, and mm -hmm. they're like, "Oh yeah, to get to this level, you need to do A, B." Like they explained it all. I'm like, "Holy crap!" Yeah, like we are. This is a serious martial art, and some people are like, "Well, tell me, like, how how is your sword fighting? How is your fencing applicable to the modern age?" Here's the thing: is bodies are bodies. They can only work or not work <laughs> yeah. in so many ways. And sure, I might not be on the streets of Seattle with a longsword on my back, although, let's be honest, it's me. I, I could be. But <laughs> it's not likely what you will find. But what you will find in real-life situations are people using anything from sticks mm -hmm. to modern knives to whatever. And, and there are certain ways in which these things can and can't behave. Mm -hmm. So, of course, this is apl applicable to modern um, situations. And I really love the tie into... Uh, the history <laughs> right and then also I feel like the discipline like whether you're young or old uh, you can learn a discipline and by I uh, so Duff McKagan from Guns N' Roses and yeah. <laughs> uh, once said something that is stuck in my mind for a long time his daughter came in and was talking about like well, I don't understand the point of me going to college or even finishing high school because I know what I want to do I want to be a musician so I don't see the point he's like you don't go to school to learn Mm -hmm. about math and he's a really smart guy it's just you know years of drugs and everything he's he speaks slower yeah <laughs> but if you give like if you just wait and listen to what he has to say it comes out as gold he's like you don't go to school to learn how to do math or science or anything like that you learn how to jump through hoops that is the main lesson mm -hmm. and so I feel like a discipline it's like that's not only going to just help you in your uh, abilities as an art a martial artist but I'm thinking in every aspect of your life. Absolutely. It's helped me learn how to, um, one of the biggest things about being a martial artist is learning how to de-escalate situations so you don't mm -hmm. have to use your martial arts. Um, not only that, from the perspective as an instructor of martial arts, um, I have learned more from teaching than I think I have through anything else. And it says a lot about um, finding the different ways in which we can communicate the same concept to different people depending on how they learn. And that is an incredibly important uh, life skill and lesson. <laughs> uh, and again, uh, if you go to swordsquatch.org, you can find all the information about the schedule, the workshops, uh, how to get there, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, we got to cut it short today. But if you check out KISW.com, I will have a blog up there that's going to have more information along with, obviously, the podcast. So, <laughs> so I mean, if you're hearing it, you probably already got there. But uh, thank you so much for joining us on the mini episode. Always. Thanks for having me back in Seattle. Yay.